and you drink some beer. Oh, hold up. Uh, that's true. I'm, I better pop open a beer too because that. You I better feel like pop that's... open a beer. In your beer. Sober. Podcasting sober is like fishing sober. Yeah. Oh, beer's open. Beer's open. All right. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast, where we drink, make jokes, nobody likes them, but people keep on listening anyway. I'm Julian, the commissioner, and I'm here with Bottom. The current fantasy football West League leader. You are. Winner. Uncanny how well you're doing. (laughs) We should pop right into that right now, that you, for the first two weeks in Finicky, have scored 200 points. Stats. Well, you know what, Julian? I think um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thank Zach for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Zach, Zach came on the first podcast, pretty overly confident, talked a lot of shit about my, oh, can I cuss on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Lyle cuss on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, since Lyle did it, now we can all do it. <laughs> talked a lot of shit about my drafting strategy. I was asking Stephanie questions about her family, trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> regroup with the West, the rest of the, uh, the you know, uh, Western League. And Zach, as a newcomer, has been talking a lot of trash over these years about how great he is, how hard it was to play in the East, and how he really wanted to make these leagues fair. Well, you know what? He came over to our side and learned that he just can't hang. Loser. And, uh... Just can't hang. Wow. Just criminal destruction. <laughs> Zach McGee. He just can't hang in California, the city he assumed that he would run. Because, as we all know, he's the only person who's had a championship in that division. And yet now he's just getting the living shit kicked out of him. So Loser. it was almost like he was protected under the original agreement that he decided to argue against and now he's reaping all of the repercussions true true although i will say it is great he did break 100 this week so um you know congratulations to Zach for breaking in 100. fact he's actually battling me in what is later we'll describe as the worst game in the history of nikki where i'm watching currently the browns and jets just to make sure the jets get enough yards and don't turn the ball over so that i can i can win <laughs> I need a win. I can't go 0-2. I've devoted, obviously, way too many assets to this and resources to this podcast. <laughs> I'm only up by four. I'm terrified. Um, but let's not talk about my matchup. We have to talk about yours, because you've scored 200 points twice in a row. I'm looking at your team, and I'm seeing a lot of people that have been focal points of football discussion. You've got... Dak Prescott, who's been doing pretty well, and winner. Do, I mean, wh- what do you think? He's obviously in the middle of a contract dispute. Do you think? I mean, they could have got him for middle of the road money before the season started. Do you think that they're going to have? Is he going to get paid like a big boy? Uh, you know what, Julian? I think uh, he's going to have to, you know, wait out a couple more games. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, you just keep scoring infinite <laughs> touchdowns and infinite yards. He might as well keep playing. But, you know, I, I felt like this was the year to mix it up with a couple new quarterbacks. I've never had Dak Prescott or uh, Matt Ryan on my teams before. Um, you know, I've been given a lot of shit about Philip Rivers. And I felt like, <laughs> hey, guys, 
you know what? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a new game plan because my old one wasn't working too well. And it looks like uh, you know when you do draft in the order that the computer tells you to, you you tend to do a little bit better. So uh, I'm glad I did this year. Well, I mean, you could have said a lot of things to gain a lot of respect, saying that you went by the computerized draft order wasn't one of them, but that's okay. That's okay, Bottom. We're still going to respect what you've got going because obviously it's working. Uh, You've got Todd Gurley. He continues to be consistent. Uh, You've got Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, does he feel old to you or does he feel like he's doing okay? Uh, I mean, I feel like he's still doing pretty good. You know, I mean... 15 points, I feel like, is, is a real decent, you know, score for running back. Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember what he scored last week, but I feel like it was something decent, so I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, and you, you've you done a very good job of mastering the finicky art of a good linebacker and a good kicker, which pays great dividends. Uh, tell me about your draft philosophy on linebackers and kickers. Uh, you know what? I feel like I usually take a kicker a little bit earlier than uh, than most other people because I do know it's very important. And I think oh, I, I know you do because I wanted Will Lutz, <laughs> you son of. I named my team after him, and I'm just I couldn't be more mad about this. I think I've been very vocal about it. Uh, well, I, I, I've listened to the podcast the last couple of weeks, and uh, I've definitely heard his name brought up quite a few times, and uh, you know, senior team name. So you know, I'm kind of holding holding on to him for kind of. Uh, you know, uh, a good trade in the future. So, uh, you know, depending what's on the board and how uh, I think my week nine is going to look pretty dismal, uh, you know, <laughs> there could be a, could be a savior in, in, in your sights, Julian. There's a deal to be made. <laughs> I'm listening. All right. Well, Cukely, 32 points. Yes, you've got, you had a pretty great line. I mean, it's not like Stephanie DeBadge, 150. Could have beat a lot of people with that. But, uh yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty impressed with Mahomes. Uh, you know, thirty-five points, uh, four hundred forty-three yards, four touchdowns. Right. Um, you can't be I, mad at that. I was actually more impressed, not so much with Case Keenum, but with the situation he's in. As an owner of Adrian Peterson, I watched Case Keenum get to throw the ball on first, second, and third down <laughs> on the one-yard line. On the one-yard <laughs> line, Andrew Bottom. Do you know how frustrating that is when you own Adrian Peterson, your Hall of Famer Adrian Peterson, as he watched Case Keenum throw the ball on the one-yard line, three downs in a row? I mean, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I hate to bring this up with a bunch of Seattle fans, but this does is very reminiscent of a, a Super Bowl in the past. And, right. Uh, I think someone would have learned. They got the touchdown, so they won't learn their lesson, and it's going to keep happening. <laughs> and that's the hell I live in. I was very upset about it. Oh, anyway, that was, you had a big matchup. I think maybe the biggest matchup that we had was Tez and Derage as the only 1-0-1-0 battle going on. And uh, the reason, other reason this is notable, we talked about it a bunch. Uh, We shat on Derage about as hard as possible about having Kyler Murray and Gardner Minshew taking on Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. Now, you would think that that would be a dead giveaway of a failure, and yet Derge's up by nine points, and Drew yeah. Brees is probably out for many games, if not the entire season. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, 
I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit jealous of uh, Jared's quarterback lineup because I feel I feel like it's almost reminiscent of, um, you know, uh, well, not the same, but, you know, when I got Andrew Luck and Arden Jesus Reed Christ, are you that quoting was, your own excellence? Is that what yeah, you're doing? Do you I'm like gonna, someone because they're compared I'm, to you? I'm going to. I did not uh, see this level of ego coming on the show today, Bottom. Hey, I'm really confident. I'm going in almost 2-0, uh, Julian. Uh, <laughs> next week probably won't be the same, and the end of the season probably won't be the same either. So this podcast is etched in history, so I want to make sure that I have you know that out there. So, I hear you. And this this matchup wasn't even nearly as close as I thought it, it was much closer. Than I thought it because oh, Odell Beckham has 161 yards and a touchdown and Tez might still lose unless yeah, no. unless there's another touchdown to be had. I don't see how Antez can pull this out. And I'm also looking at it and Antez had 37 points from the Patriots defense, 37 points, which is incredible and to think about it's four picks two touchdowns and when he was going up against the bears defense against denver which sounds like uh, just the tastiest matchup ever anything versus joe flacco is nice the bears defense versus joe flacco should be nicer and they only got five uh do you think that the pats defense is for real bottom uh i mean you're you're playing miami so uh that's Loser. you know Take that into consideration. Uh, right. Anybody who plays Miami looks better. That's a stat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Tez, you know, he got 37 points, you know, from obviously the, the defense of, of New England, but he also got kind of screwed over with Drew Brees getting minus three, which, you know, mm-hmm. is, is not, not very common on, you know, any given day. He's also getting pretty old, so, you know, that could be the new norm in the future. But Yeah, uh, he's old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that, that's got to be the, the highest defensive points you know so far this season. So um. yeah, and that it might be all season. And so you look at that, and then you look at uh, Michael Thomas getting ten points, not bad. But it makes you think: Do you devalue? And this actually goes for two wide receivers in this matchup. You got Michael Thomas getting ten points and Juju getting eight points. Do you bottom genius of fantasy football? Do you devalue? <laughs> Saints skill players and uh, Steelers skill players because they're going to be playing with, uh, let's just say it, horseshit quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would say you're probably going to be scoring less points overall. Um, I, I, I think, you know, in fantasy, I feel like there's been quite a few quarterbacks that have been really consistent over the years just because of the names. And, and I feel like we're going to have, you know, some, some new guys like Minshew and, uh, uh, Kyler Murray in the future that are going to be, you know, higher picks. And Derge this year went in there, grabbed him up. And uh, you know what? He might, you know, be in the uh, you know upper echelon of the playoffs come, you know, uh, end of the year. And, Winner! Uh, I'm pretty impressed. I think well, he, but you know. That's, as a genius that you are a fantasy football, <laughs> would, you, would you be willing to buy low on Michael Thomas or Juju Smith-Schuster since – they are great wide receivers with no longer great quarterbacks. Would I want to buy low on them? Yeah, because obviously Michael Thomas is great. Obviously Juju Smith-Schuster is great. But the person throwing the ball to them is no longer a Hall of Famer. Do you think their stock is dropping? Do you think it's a, it's a situation to buy their stock or sell their stock? Uh, I mean, you know, they see, Michael Thomas got 10 and 11. Um, you know, 
I don't think I, I would uh, I would uh, waive either player, but they could be benched. You know, depending on who you who you got. You know, on your team. You know, I, I think uh, so far neither uh, Antez or Derek has anyone else on their bench that's probably gonna be scoring more points than them at this point. But I think they should be looking at the waiver wire soon to see if there's anyone else they might want to replace in their spot. Ooh, you heard it here from her first. Andrew Bottoms says trade Michael Thomas and Juju Schuster before their stock plummets through the floor. I would also say exactly what I said, word for word, verbatim. Word, for word. I heard you, Bottom. Also, to be said, the star of this game, uh, the hidden star, was Logan Cook, a no-name punter for Jacksonville who somehow got 18 points. Yeah, and we all know in finicky, if the punter scores a lot. That could be the difference. All right. On to the next matchup. We got Bliss versus JP. Another pair of uh, one and O's. And uh, this one wasn't very close, though. This was uh, 173 to 128 in favor of Bliss. Um, as much as JP is trying to march back with Nick Chubb and the recently deceased <laughs> David Njoku. Uh, I, what did you see in this matchup, Bottom? Well, I mean, I do see there's an empty head coach spot. Um, there is! Isn't makes there, me, JP? Makes me pretty, uh, pretty upset. And I know you as the commissioner um, were outraged when you saw that. It makes me so <laughs> mad. And you know JP's listening. So he's got to hear all of the shame. You just... I mean, he had a coach, and I'm assuming he forgot to start him, but I'm just going to tell you, shame. Shame on you, JP, and may the no-coach curse follow you into oblivion. You deserve all of the shame that befalls you and the, the terrible scores that follow. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's in this matchup. Uh, he put up more big numbers, but against um, another, well, let's just say it, shit team. What do you think? What do you think here about Lamar Jackson? Um, you know, I, I think we need one more week to, to, to really figure it out. You know, I think he had a really good game, you know, this past week. And I think he, he's a lot better than uh, I would say you uh, gave him credit for, it, if I remember the draft correctly, uh, Julian. Yes. Yeah. I shit on him. I shit on him. You uh, shit on I him. see him pretty hard score, I would say. Did. And I, I understand that that's my fault. But also, to me, it feels a lot like college football when you play – two Division two teams, and then you roll into or in conference play feeling like you're the shit, you know, because you really, you, really, uh, you really took it to those crappy D2 kids who have never seen anything like you. I, Miami's not even a football team at this point. Yeah, that's, and I mean, they, got, they got the first jump on that. And then you've got to look at uh, Arizona as uh, Kyler's putting up numbers, but that team is in shambles. I think by the end of the year, those two teams are in the top five as far as top, they're in top five picks. I mean, I don't think I, even with the Steelers having a backup quarterback and the Saints having a backup quarterback, I don't think that they'll be nearly as bad as Arizona and Miami. So you, you've got to say the two easiest wins are behind them. And Lamar Jackson's got to start playing some real defensive coordinators who have finally seen some of his stuff. Well, I'm sticking to it. Lamar Jackson. The decline starts now. The decline? You heard it first. Lamar Jackson, the decline Jackson. starts now. Yeah. Let's continue moving down the uh, the matchups. with We got the San Antonio Raiders versus Andrew Lyle. And 
this was one we talked about in the last podcast because Lyle was on it and he seemed extremely confident, but little did anybody know Josh Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo came to play. Winner. What do you think about that matchup? Um, I mean, here's what I'm saying. And, and, I, and I love Lyle to bits, but I, I will say I'm just not a Trubitsky fan. Never, been, never, never will be. And I feel like when he's your second quarterback, it's going to be really tough to really, you know, outplay anyone else. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell it to Lyle now. I think you need to get to Britsky. I can, uh, you know, help you with the trade with Julian if you want, because I have a player that he wants <laughs> on my team. So we can work out. Are you talking about a three-way <laughs> Will three-way Lutz, deal. Mitchell Trubisky, and player to be named later trade? Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's hot. That's really yeah, hot. Yeah, I mean, just what, besides really um, Jeff Goff, which didn't actually, you know, get that high of, of scoring numbers, you know, it was kind of a, you know, a, kind of underrated quarterbacks playing each other in, in this uh, fantasy uh, game. And the, the San Antonio Raiders really uh, brought it to it. Right. I would have seen Jared Goff having the same score. Like, if you would have added Josh Allen, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Mitchell Trubisky all together, I would assume they would have added up to the score of Jared Goff versus New Orleans, just because I thought it would be such a high-scoring game. Obviously, I was wrong there. Another thing no one saw coming was James Conner and Damian Williams going down. What do you think about the injury situation there? Maybe with, I don't know, with Rudolph, I don't know if the Steelers could be as uh, concerned about maybe bringing him back as fast. Or Damian Williams, he wasn't doing too great to start, and now he's out. Uh, what what back are you buying any of those backups, Bottom? Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I don't know too much about those backups, but knowing from you that question you just asked me, I'm gonna say uh, affirmative. Buy the backups. Winner. Buy the backups. One of them's Lashawn McCoy, although he also got hurt. So I don't know what you do there. Um, you know, buy at your own risk. Looking at the rest of that matchup, uh, the Jaguars D is in there, and I got eight points. What do you think about the Jaguars D? Do you think, I guess, uh, we've got Ramsey for sale? Do you think, uh, do you think the Ramsey's going anywhere there, bottom? Um, I really don't think, I think Ramsey's staying put for now. I don't think, uh, there's much of a market for Ramsey at this point. Um, do you know who I'm talking about, bottom? Nope, I have no clue. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to play along, Julian. <laughs> you asked me on the podcast. You know I did. I did. This was my doing, and I apologize. All right. We're moving although, on. Although, although, um, and I don't want to take away from this matchup, but, you know, kind of a really important news was Roethlisberger today. Um, I did, did see on the news that he, he is out. Is, does anyone have him as a quarterback, or is he... Was he not? Yes, actually, that's a fantastic uh, segue to our next matchup. Me versus Zach McKee, where, yes, Zach McKee has Ben Roethlisberger, (laughs) who is now on the IR. He completed 75 yards worth of passing before he died a terrible death on the football field, just like in Batman. And the hard part about all of that is... Well, I feel like you and I have been talking about this injury the entire podcast when I keep mentioning Mason Rudolph, but let's just talk about it for real now that you know what we're actually talking about. Mason Rudolph is the new backup quarterback, or he's the new starting quarterback for the Steelers. Do you think that he's going he's gonna to pick up? Did you watch the Seahawks game, Bottom? Uh, my parents were in town, so I'm not going to lie, I did not watch the Seahawks game. 
But I, but I did beat my parents in cornhole five rounds out of six. My mom won the last round, so um, I'm, you know, a little bit hurt. I know all of you wanted to know that stat, so uh, just wanted to stats. Throw that Fuck. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. You didn't need to watch the Seahawks game. We just skipped an entire chapter of this podcast, but that's good. These have been long. We're going to keep it nice and tight. Um, well, uh, also part of this matchup, Chris Carson fumbled. Chris Carson fumbled in this game. Chris Carson fumbled in the game before that. Bottom, what's going to happen with Chris Carson fumbling all the goddamn time? Uh, he's probably just going to continue fumbling. I think that's, you know. Loser. You don't think that we might start Rashad but, Penny but, at any point? Might. They might. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I do want to do want to point out, um, just at least in this matchup here, uh, yeah. that Zach uh, does have Brandon Cooks on his team. And as we all know, Brandon Cooks is probably one of my favorite players of all the time. Scored 13 <laughs> points and is looking pretty good this season. And, you know, could have <laughs> been the reason that Zach, Zach could have beat you in this uh, in this matchup and didn't quite come through. But... Um, no. Zach, if you want to make a trade, I'm, uh, you know, are you, are you using this podcast to facilitate trades bottom? You never said we couldn't. I didn't. So You're right. My, I didn't. My, my lack of stat or my lack of stats. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm using the podcast for, um, you know, assistance with, uh, you know, trades. So I think that's okay. All right. Um, uh, also, in Julian's failures, outside of picking Bottom to be on the podcast, also, <laughs> Julian picked Ty Long, his kicker slash punter. I tried to reinvent the entire game of, of Finicky, and I dare I say the Finicky gods smote me. They smote me so hard, they had <laughs> Kaimi fuck up Fairburn, only get 10 points, and they had Ty Long fist misc Two, two 40-yard field goals that would have boosted his value immensely. It turns out punters aren't very good at kicking field goals. So, <laughs> bottom, what do you think about that? I think you, your, your tone says all of it, Julian. I think you need to get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, they're not gonna let him do that shit again. It, it, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you look at this too. You, you and Zach both scored with your kickers ten and nine points. That's for finicky football. That's absolutely despicable. I feel like you should both be ashamed of yourself this week. Well, Jacksonville's score was thirteen to twelve. Okay. I didn't see that coming. I honestly, everything was going according to plan with my kicker slash punter unicorn, but then. He just couldn't make any kicks. And I guess I just, I, I, uh, I don't know, undervalued or overvalued. I don't know, I fucked up. And then I also did the whole 6 a.m. switch out of Aaron Jones. where I was like, that guy can't score a touchdown against Minnesota. So he did. And he got 116 yards while doing so. All right. Well, that's a good recap there. And uh, those are all the matchups. So I, I was going to go through hot takes with you, Bottom, but I swear to God, you won't know half the... I'm just going to do it anyway. You're not going to know anyway. <laughs> <I'm gonna drop. sighs> all right, Bottom. Well, this is your last chance for all the hot takes you'd like to deliver. What are your hottest of takes? My hottest of takes? Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to more, more uh, focus on the league realignment, I think, because uh, that's something I, I can talk about. Yeah. Um, 
I do have a feeling, even though there was only one switch in the league, um, you know, this year, what's going on the other side and Zach coming back over here on, on the, you know, the, the good side on the West, the West coast. Um, I do feel like there's going to be a res- resurgence, you know, of some teams in the West side that, um, you know, I feel like, or I guess you should say just Los Angeles. Um, I feel like, you know, just with that one change up that the league is going to be, you know, re-motivated that, uh, you're going to find a lot, um, Okay, you gotta cut this part because I'm not cut all this. Never mind. I'm not gonna cut anything. You're gonna have to keep going. Just power through. <laughs> keep going, bottom. <laughs> I I just feel like uh, you know this year there's gonna be a, a new champion that maybe has never won before. I'm not saying. Whoa, that, that is a hot take, bottom. a new champion this year. I feel like you know there's a mix-up in the air. And that uh, you know, Snake is way too warm in that jacket. I saw it. I saw it on draft day. He did not want tired to of wearing it at this attic. point. So. It's very clear in his drafting that he's tired of wearing it. Uh, so, our bottom. Are you saying that person's going to be you? I'm not saying that person's going to be me because that you know I would, would not say that. And, you know, three of uh, or two of finicky, uh, four of this uh, podcast. But um, yep. but I but I but I do believe that there will be some fresh blood that's going to be wearing the green coat by the end of uh, the season. Wow, that is some hot shit there, Bottom. <laughs> that is a great take. I mean, obviously, it's either you or or Derage or Antez or Stephanie, um, but definitely not Bliss because he doesn't, well, ha- he doesn't have what it takes. He's not, true. We all know. We all know he doesn't have what it takes. Well, uh, yeah, it seems like uh, the entire ESPN site has gone down for a second. So that's going to be it for the Finicky Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining and listening. Bottom, thank you for joining us for all your sizzling hot takes. And uh, that's it. That's it. We're going to say goodbye. Thanks for joining. Of course, Bottom, anytime. I buffed up on all my stats. You got the best stats. Everyone finicky hard, finicky well, and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.